but all I've ever dealt with is small to medium sized businesses. And I, and I see it that, you know, there's just so much lacking and, and it's a lot of self-acceptance. You've got to really, you know, it's like one of the things we preach in the cybersecurity world is you've got to be able to assess your vulnerabilities and your weaknesses and, and frankly, acknowledge them and address them. You, you know, hoping that you don't get attacked is not a strategy. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Tom Kirkham of Iron Tech Security. Tom, super excited to have you on the show. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, excited to have you on and talk about all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Tom so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Tom is founder and CEO of Iron Tech Security. He provides cyber tech security defense systems and focuses on educating and encouraging organizations to establish a security first environment with cybersecurity training programs for all workers to prevent successful attacks. Tom brings more than three decades of software design, network administration, computer security, and cybersecurity knowledge to organizations around the country. Tom, excited to have you on the show again, my friend. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Hit me with it. All right, let's make it happen then. So I promise not to hit you too hard, but to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Oh, well, we're about 20 years old. Um, a few years ago, one of the things that's not in my bio is... Um, I was put on an ISIS kill list in 2015, and all of us, and it was because of a hack that I was on this kill list. And uh, all of a sudden, things changed dramatically. It definitely increased my uh, passion for cybersecurity, and uh, it, and it allowed me to reflect upon my life a lot more and things like that. And and so I've begun to take more of a philosophical approach to strategy management, leadership. HR, vendor relationships, and all of that. Oh, wow. So um, I usually always say that it's, uh, of course, important to know what people do, but it's probably even more important to know why they do it. And um, I think that would definitely top one of the, the most maybe jarring things that people have experienced and lead them to actually decide to do what they do. Yeah. Well, I've never met someone else on the ISIS kill list. So <laughs> I, will, I will one day, but I, I haven't actually met anyone. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that you, you've been able to share that and obviously, you know, use that experience, you know, for good. So um, I guess, could you take us through a little bit more on like what you're doing, how you're, you know, providing your services and supporting the clients you work with? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. So we are what's known in the business as a managed security services provider. So we provide enterprise grade, you know, Fortune 10 level cybersecurity defenses to organizations of all sizes, not just Fortune 500 companies, but all the way down to a single accountant, a single attorney law firm. Uh, it's really affordable for everyone. Yes, it does cost more than the do-it-yourself days of, you know, Norton antivirus and things like that. But the world has changed uh, just in the last, well, since about 2015, Maybe 16, 17 might be a little bit more critical, but uh, the, uh, <clears throat> we're in a different 
game when it comes to protecting our identity, protecting our client data, uh, medical data, private, you know, personally identifiable information, because they're using enterprise-grade offensive cyber warfare tools against us each and every day. I mean, I'm talking NSA-level, Israeli, Russian, industrial-strength weapons that are meant to be used in a military environment. You know, whenever they're a complement to Air Force, Marines, and the Navy is cyber. And that's what these, these weapons were designed for. But now, unfortunately, they're being used against each and every one of us all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if that was definitely like a precursor to everything that happened with you being on the list and, and kind of um, spurring you to start, you know, the, the knowledge and information and background that you have. Well, in some ways it is. It was a, it was actually a, uh, I was attending a trade show and the a company, you may remember Sun Microsystems. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this database was breached a long time ago. It was before the dot-com bust and you have to sign a waiver to look at this new technology that they had. And so I did all that and they, they gathered up all of my information and that was the database that actually got hacked. So Uh, It was Sun Microsystems, first of all, which it shouldn't have happened, but we weren't in that environment back in those days. Now, the database wasn't used for, what, 15 more years, I guess, roughly? And then they said, this is a kill list. And as opposed to the others, if you remember in 2015, they were New York City, Met Area, uh, Washington, D.C., law enforcement, military targets, politicians, but there was one list. It's about seven or 8,000 people all over the country. And what I've since come to learn is where the data came from and how it was gathered. Well, it makes sense. I'm, I'm at, a, at a convention at McCormick in Chicago. There's people from all over the country, all over the world, actually, at this particular trade show. Uh, but it really puts a fine point on, on what, your, what your mission in life is when something like that that and and i'd had plenty of tragedy just before that this was kind of the capper event that said holy cow you know i've survived two or three cancers and 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 other bad stuff in a very short period of time and then two months later (laughs) i'm on an isis kill list and i'd always dabbled in philosophy and try to you know understand you know human knowledge you know it's not like we have to reinvent everything again you know some of the stuff that was thought of thousands of years ago are still true to this day i think it's the very foundation of human wisdom and so particularly stoicism and uh, others and so i took all of this tragedy and reprocessed it and started figuring out what my role as a ceo really and truly is and one of the things that i came up with was i'm really you know we've heard this from servant leadership and that's something that I, I kind of started doing before I knew there was an official buzzword for it. And, um, but, but then realizing that this, this works for everybody in the company. And, and my number one job there is to make everybody the best they can be, to make them the most successful in their life, if possible. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like, for lack of a better term, see the forest for the trees and, and be able to kind of understand each of the aspects, even as you just talked about, like, it's not just serving leadership from what you're doing, but it's also like creating that, for lack of a better term, domino effect and, and reverberation within the organization. Do you think, you know, it could be for yourself or the business, but do you think that's something that you feel like sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, I think so. I, I really haven't 
done a lot of self-reflecting on what makes me unique. You know, like I, like I said, it's different for everyone. I think one of the, my secret sauce, one of the things it's composed of is to, is to read biographies of, uh, you know, iconic leaders, you know, like David Ogilvie or Elon Musk or Steve Jobs, and the list goes on and on and on, you know, um, and, and other books like Built to Last, uh, the whole, uh, I forgot his name, Jim. Uh, I'm sure everybody's heard of Collins. the book and his, huh? Jim Collins? Yeah, Jim Collins, yeah. Uh, and that was one of the first books I read on, on, you know, these companies are built to last and what are the strategies that they employ. Um, but yeah, I see it every day. I've been dealing with small businesses, small to medium-sized businesses all my, all my life, all my adult life. And, uh, and in some capacity or another, I was either the owner, the president, the entrepreneur, or I was in, in executive management, but all I've ever dealt with is small to medium sized businesses. And I, and I see it that, you know, there's just so much lacking and, and it's a lot of self-acceptance. You've got to really, under, you know, it's like one of the things we preach in the cybersecurity world is you've got to be able to assess your vulnerabilities and your weaknesses and, and frankly, acknowledge them and address them. You, you know, hoping that you don't get attacked is not a strategy. Prayer, it doesn't work. So you've got to be strategic about that. Whenever I see somebody not implementing or investing in IT properly or treating it as an expense is the simplest way. Same thing with cybersecurity. Maybe the same thing in HR, or they're not getting a good finance person in there, or you know, marketing is treated like a stepchild, or, and you know, you're just worried about sales. Well, you sales only get you so far. You still got to have marketing, and if those are your weaknesses, you got to address those in the for the good of the company as a whole and fill in those gaps. And you got to do it simultaneously you've always got to be thinking about all of the gaps that are out there and they'll always be there but a good leader and a good visionary he'll have a good handle on all the gaps and there will be a point in time where it's time to address that gap yeah i think that really hits home and and especially with sometimes we aren't aware of the actions that we take and the reverberations that happen as a result of that, whether you're CEO, entrepreneur, business owner, or you're in the C-suite, or, you know, you just were hired yesterday. Um, in that same shape or fashion, you still have to like kind of understand the, the the impact of the decisions that you make. So I really, you know, think that really resonates with me and, and understanding from a leadership standpoint, how we all have that, you know, ability that's in front of us. So truly appreciate that. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you, you've already mentioned some of these, but ask you for a CEO hack, which could be like an app, some books or some habits that you have. What's something that you feel like makes you more effective and efficient? I, I tell you what, I, I've been reading HBR stuff off and on for the past, I don't know, however long, you know, several years, but I really got serious about it this year. And every, in fact, I have one right here. I think it's a couple of months old, but every time I just thumb through a new issue, or I get the daily email, there is, without a doubt, every week, there are five to 10 different things that applies for my overall strategy and vision, and things that we need to do, and new ideas. I mean, they really are on the cutting edge. When I, when I zoom out even further, you know, from the macroeconomic view, you know, cybersecurity is a very good industry to be in. It, it 
it's recession proof at this point in time. Um, but that doesn't mean, you know, everybody's all fat and happy. It's a competitive business. So, but when I, when I zoom out even farther, then I'm, I'm starting to go back to biographies of good leaders. Uh, I'm thinking about things that are totally alien to what some people would think are leadership and management topics. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, that, and that might be the CEO nugget that I was going to ask you for and, and something you might tell your favorite client or something you might tell yourself if you hopped into a time machine. If the CEO doesn't have a full educated, you know, 50,000 foot view is fine. That's where the CEO is, is really at his best. He's got a good 50,000 foot view of all the components that have a successful organization and happy people and happy customers. That's what he's bringing to the table, but he's not even getting exposed to that, especially when it comes to cybersecurity. And you can just ask the president or the CEO of Colonial Pipeline for that. They did not have a security officer, and I believe I wasn't involved with the with that event at all. But um, I believe that's what contributed to it because the very thing that they didn't trap for is something which is why you put a security officer in place. Keep that in mind. Appreciate you you, you mentioning that and saying that. So um, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Tom, what does being a CEO mean to you? I want to keep everyone happy, all the stakeholders in the organization. That means all the people that work there, all the people that satisfy clients on a daily daily basis, all of the the uh, all of the things that the culture is designed to do: transparency and ethics, and and uh, exceeding customer expectations, and on and on and on like that. And you can't do that without a team. You just can't. You know, one of my favorite sayings is. The you know we need to relentlessly pursue perfection. Now you you'll never be perfect, but if you try to be, you will definitely attain excellence. And don't and if and if you're looking at the competition, you've got it wrong. You should always be improving yourself. And if you do that on a daily basis, then you won't really worry too much about the competition. Or at least if you do, it's only going to be the really good competition. And that's what you would want to peg yourself to, not just any. That's what I enjoy about it. I mean, really and truly, that's, it, it's just the creation, the maintaining, and the growing of all parts of the organization. That I, and I would say that I think any, any good. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so important to do that. And I always say, if you run your own race, you can't lose. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. All right. You can, uh, I've got a book coming out in July, just next month. I got, finally got a publisher and I got some, I got it where I could get it out the door. I'm working on another one on management and leadership be out next year. Uh, the easiest way to get a hold of me is either through irontechsecurity.com. Or you can reach me on my website, tomkirkham.com. Um, and I think that's, um, I think you've exhausted all my knowledge. So I hope that uh, everyone, everyone listening to this is going to be much smarter than me because you already knew what you knew. And hopefully you picked up one or two nuggets uh, out of this, out of the 30 minute commitment to this podcast that you're, you're now smarter 
today than you were yesterday. Yeah, absolutely, Tom. We, we will have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can get a hold of you and find out about your books and all the awesome things you're working on. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Oh, same to you. Same to you. Very nice. Enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.